to episode 28 of Spanish Answers. So, today we are going to talk about sentence structures. It will be very exciting for those of you who love grammar, and if you don't, not as exciting. But, next episode, I'm thinking we will try and do a little bit more exploration of how different cultures celebrate Valentine's Day around the world, but I don't know yet if there's going to be enough for a whole episode, considering that last year we also discovered... Um, I believe it was in Mexico and Spain, the traditions that they do there. So we'll see if we can find a different Spanish-speaking country. I know there are plenty. It's not what I meant. But see if there are different traditions that we could talk about as well. So hopefully that's coming to you in two weeks. If not, we'll try and focus on a different cultural highlight. Anyways, so let's go ahead and get started. So let's start off with some basic sentence structures. So in English, you have a noun and a verb, right? I run, you eat, all of that. Well, in Spanish, we would call that un sustantivo and a verbo. So, sustantivo is the noun. Well, you can say nombre for noun. And verbo, obviously, verb, right? Just add that O to the end of it. So, an example of a basic, basic sentence in English is the dog eats. Same thing in Spanish. El perro come. Noun, verb. Now, what's a little bit different is if you have a noun and an adjective. So in English, we say the red dog. The dog is red. Red comes before dog, the red dog. But in Spanish, it's sustantivo y adjetivo. So, el perro rojo. The adjective comes after the noun. El perro rojo. So if we want to look at uh, sentences that are a little bit more difficult, we have a noun plus a verb plus a direct object. So, for example, I love you. I is the noun, love is the verb, you is the direct object. Well, in English, again, noun, verb, direct object. But in Spanish, it's a little bit reversed. So you have el sustantivo, el objetivo directo, y luego el verbo. So sustantivo, first, noun, then objetivo directo, the direct object, and then the verb. El verbo. So in English we say, I love you. In Spanish you say, yo te amo, which literally is, I you love. Yo te amo. Or you could say, I see you. In Spanish it'd be, yo te veo. I you see. Yo te veo. So it's a little bit reversed. Now in Spanish, one cool trick is that you don't always have to say the noun. In English you really do because, for example, when it comes to conjugations, we, our language is very simple, you could say, with conjugations. We're pretty lazy with them. They don't really change. So, example here, we have the verb to eat. So, I eat, you eat, she or he eats, they eat, we eat, y'all eat. The only one that changes is for he and she. That's it. Everything else is eat. So, in English, you really do need that noun to understand who the subject is or what the subject is. But in Spanish, they are very structured when it comes to the conjugations. So normally you can tell exactly who the noun is based on how the verb is conjugated. So for example, that same verb, to eat, comer, would be yo como, tú comes, él o ella come, usted come, nosotros comemos, vosotros coméis, ellos o ellas comen, Ustedes comen. So, el, ella, and usted are the same. 
ellos o ellas o ustedes is also the same, but you still have a very structured conjugation. So yo is different, tu is different, el, ella, usted different, nosotros different, vosotros different, ellos, ellas, ustedes different. So you've got, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. You've got six different conjugations. Very easy to tell who the subject or the um, noun is. So going back to our example sentences, you can also say, I will give you my cat. Te doy mi gato. I will give you my cat. I is the noun, will give is the verb, and you is the direct object. In Spanish, it's te, you, doy, I give, right? Because doy is the conjugation of I give. Mi gato. All right, which leads us into sentences that are even more difficult. So now let's talk about when you add an indirect object. So in English, it goes noun, then verb, then direct object, then indirect object. I have a doll. I give it you it. Or I give it, normally you would say I'd give it to you, right? And in Spanish, you would say sustantivo, it's a noun, objetivo directo, the direct object, objetivo indirecto, indirect object, and then el verbo, the verb. So the verb comes at the very end. So yo tengo una muñeca, I have a doll, yo te la doy. I give it to you. Or literally, I, you, it, give. Little, little difficult, right, in English for us to switch that around in our brains. I know it takes me a while, even now, after years of studying it, it still messes with me a bit. All I can say is practice, practice, practice. Just keep on practicing. So another cool thing that Spanish can do with its sentence structures that English definitely cannot do is in Spanish you can combine direct and indirect objects at the end of a verb. So English this is not a thing but in Spanish totally is and I love it. For example if you were to look at someone and say tell me it come on tell me it right now. In Spanish you would say dímelo dímelo so you take di the command form of the verb right and me and lo. So dímelo, tell me it. You can also say, in English you'd say give me it, right? Three separate words. In Spanish you combine all three separate words into dámelo, dámelo. Now that's not the only time you can do that. You can also do it with gerunds, but we're not going to go into all the different variations of Spanish structures. Today's just kind of a quick overview slash reminder. And that is all for today. So if you do have any questions about this or topics or other topic questions that you'd like me to discuss, please send them to me at contact at languageanswers.com. That's contact at languageanswers.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a positive review. Or if you never want to miss another episode, please subscribe. You can subscribe at SoundCloud, Transistor, YouTube, or... Apple Play, or sorry, no, iTunes, Google Play, all of those. And again, this episode is produced by Language Answers Limited at www.languageanswers.com. I am a translator, podcaster, and editor.
Alright, well I hope that that all made complete sense to you. If it didn't, please reach out to me. Uh, as you can see, I've also made some changes here. I am clearly in the nesting phase, but my husband hung up some shelves for me, which I'm very excited about, so we got some books and rearranged the room just a little bit. But anyways, I will see you in two weeks. Thank you so much again for watching, listening, however you're getting this episode, and we'll talk to you then. Hasta luego! Thank you.